chapter 4, there are many, many amazing uh, stories in God's Word. This is an amazing story in the Word of God, and uh, it's about a, a widow lady, a mother of two boys, and, um, and we're going to um, be very quick here. I'm going to I'm going to read uh, very quickly. You listen and uh, title my message this morning to our moms. Uh, moms, uh, what, what do they see in your house? What do they see in your house? 2 Kings chapter 4, verse number 1, thou, There cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord, and the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bondmen. Elisha said unto her, ask two questions here. We'll look at them in just a moment. What shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in the house? And she said, Thine handmaid hath not anything in the house, save or except a pot of oil. Then he said, Go, borrow thee vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels. Borrow not a few. He said, Borrow as many as you can. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee, upon thy sons, and shalt pour out into all those vessels. And thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him, shut the door upon her and upon her sons who brought the vessels to her, and she poured out. And it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said unto her son, Bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, There is not a vessel more. And the oil stayed, or the oil stopped. And then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go, sell the oil, pay thy debt, and live thou and thy children of the rest. First of all, I want to say before I get into the to the message, I I thank God for our moms. Uh, Brother James mentioned it. Brother Mike mentioned it. Brother Austin mentioned it. Number one, moms are a gift from God, a special gift from God. Moms are very special, and moms are very very important. Not only. Not only to our homes and to our individual lives, but moms, godly moms, are important to our churches. Godly moms are important to our, our schools. Godly moms are important to, to our nation, if you think about it. And so we, uh, we praise the Lord uh, for our moms. But to our story here, I'm just going to go through it very quickly before I get into the question, moms, what do they see in your house? But we have a widow she had a husband who was a prophet. He was in the ministry, so to speak. He loved the Lord. He feared the Lord. But one thing that he lacked, he wasn't too good with handling money. Amen? How many of you men, you're, you're like Brother Shake, you're good at handling money as far as buying things. Amen? Just, yeah, gun here. No, I'm kidding. But, but evidently, he was, not, he was not good with money, and he left his family in debt. The creditors who he owed money to, they came, and, and uh, it was, it was uh, biblical. If someone owed money, they couldn't pay their bill. They would uh, have to give up their sons 
to pay off the debt. And so that's what happened. So this widow woman, you can imagine, she didn't want to have her two sons taken from her, and she she cried out to Elisha. And uh, and, and again, Elisha asked, he said, uh, what, shall I, what shall I do for thee? But then the second question, he said, what, what do you have in your house? What hast thou in the house? And her answer, we saw a while ago, she said, a pot of oil. And so Elisha just gives her instructions. He said, first of all, uh, send your boys out. Let them borrow as many, I guess back then, we would say it today in modern terms, go out and find as many Tupperware containers as you can. Amen. And uh, then he said, bring them back to your house, shut the door to your house, and start pouring. And this is what she did. They, uh, the, the amount of oil that she had was impossible to fill all those containers, but little is much when God's in it. Amen. So the Bible says she started pouring, started pouring, and every container, she said, bring me another container. One of her sons said, Mom, they, we have used every one. And so Elisha says, now go and sell the oil, take the money that you have, pay off your debts, you and your sons live off the rest. So my question this morning, very quickly, is moms, what is in your home? What is in your house? And I know because I've, I was um, raised by a mom and I have been Married now for 40-some years to the mother of my three sons. I, I know a little bit as far as ingredients in the home. Um, Brother Todd, it may be true for your home. I don't know. But usually for a, for a lady, there's, there's clothes, and then there's more clothes, and then there's shoes, and there's more shoes, and there's makeup, and there's this and there's that and then uh uh for most part there's a lot of chocolate amen sometimes there's there's bread sometimes there's peanut butter and and um then there's bananas and if it's a godly home if you're a proverbs 31 lady uh there's a jar of craft real mayonnaise amen brother tommy i had i experienced that last night kim had bought Bought a couple of bananas this past week, so I fixed me a peanut butter, banana, and mayonnaise sandwich. And uh, whoo, hey man, you're talking about a spiritual uh, manna from heaven, that's it. But this morning, to get serious for a moment, what is, what is needed in our homes today? What, what will matter most that should be in our homes today? Number one is salvation. I hope and pray, and I want you to understand my heart, not just from the Bible, but understand my heart. The most important part of any home, any home, is the truth that, moms, that you know Jesus Christ as your Savior. Greatest thing that you can ever share with your children is to give them the blessed assurance that Jesus is yours and you belong to Him. Several years ago when I was here in chapel for the school and I got my phone call right after the service that come to the hospital quickly, said uh, your mom was in the dentist office, had a, a major stroke, and anyway, we, we went. And, and, uh, and we got the word, you know, uh, it's probably nothing we can do, 
for your, for your mom. And you say, boy, did, did you just start fretting? Did you start worrying? I, I, I didn't. I'm telling you, church, this is what salvation means. I knew where my mom was because of her relationship with Jesus Christ. I didn't have to uh, cry uh, over my mom as far as going to heaven. I rejoiced. The day before, she was out with some friends eating lunch, and she made this statement. The day before, less than 24 hours, she said, when the Lord takes me home, I hope He just comes and does it just like that. Hey, He did it just like that. So, no, what mattered more than anything to me at that moment, not what kind of car she had, not what kind of house she uh, had, what kind of clothes she wore while she was on this earth, how much money she had accumulated, what mattered to me at that moment was that she knew Jesus. Moms, I'm going to challenge you this morning. Does your home, people in your home, your family, do they know that you know Christ as your Savior. Nothing else will matter. Nothing else will matter. Have salvation in your home. Moms, another thing that you need to have, and by the way, when I say moms, this is for all of us, but it's Mother's Day, so I'm preaching to moms, is godly influence. I don't know if you realize this, but from the very beginning, even when you're carrying that uh, little baby, to the moment you have that baby, you have the greatest opportunity to influence that little one to love the Lord and to know the Lord. In Deuteronomy 6 verse 7, it says, And thou shalt teach them diligently, speaking of the Scriptures, speaking of God's Word, unto thy children, shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thy house, when thou walkest, <coughs> when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. You have the privilege to tell them about Jesus. You have the privilege to sing to them, to Jesus, about Jesus. You have the privilege, like we all do, moms and dads, to bring them to church, read them the Bible, teach them to pray. And little kids, they can learn it at an early age. Tell them the Bible stories, tell them, of the great Bible stories that God has. So, Brother Austin, even from Henry, Henry's age up, they'll have faith. They'll believe what you're telling them. Godly influence. Thirdly, I hope and pray that you have love in your home. I hope your children, I hope everyone that goes into your home can sense the love that you have for your children. Every child, and by the way, <laughs> I'm not saying my mom wasn't mean sometimes. My mom was mean to me because I deserved it. <laughs> I'm telling you, I was not the perfect kid. And uh, Peyton, you were the angel probably there, but I wasn't. Uh, my mom, man, she, she, would, uh, she would crack the whip on me. But I'm, I'm telling you this, my mom loved me unconditionally. And there were days I doubted my dad's love. I, there were days I thought he was going to kill me, amen? But not, not, a, not a day went by that I, I, look, I knew my mom loved me. I knew no matter what I did in life, she loved me. Do your children, do your children know 
that you love them. I'm going to ask you this, moms. Do your children know that you love them more than your job? Do your children know that you love them more than your house? Do your children know that you love them more than your friends, more than the activities that you participate in? Your children deserve to know that you love them more than anybody except God. Amen? Your children deserve that. How about this? And I'm going to be quick here. Authority ought to be in your house. It's, it's, a, it's a thing of the past. You know, the Bible still says for us to train up children. It does not say children train up parents. But that's what's going on today. We have, we have too many children telling mom and dad how to run the household. It's still, in other, let me just say this. My dad, he, he worked a salesman. He, he was gone Monday through Thursday. That's that he was gone. My, my mom never used the words, as far as I can think back, wait till your dad gets home. My mom took care of business right then. It was, it, it was a variety of things she liked using on my backside or wherever she could hit me. There was the fly swatter. Those things hurt, especially when the metal hits you. Then there was the belt. Then there was the spatula. Then there was, you go to that bush and, and bring me a limb back. And I'm telling you, I think that was the worst thing. Um, but my mom was the authority. I didn't tell her what to do. She told me how it was going to be. And I'm just saying, moms, you still need to be the authority to set down some rules, set down some discipline. The Bible says in Proverbs 29, a, a child left to himself bringeth his mother to shame. Don't be guilty. Don't be guilty of that. Then, two, two things, and I'll be finished. There should be praise heard in your house to your children. I've learned this. Children need praise in their life. We all need praise in our lives. But I've learned for every wrong they do, they probably do ten rights that go unnoticed. See, we, we're guilty of dwelling on the negative. We're guilty of dwelling on what they're doing that's not right. And moms, you have a great privilege, opportunity to build self-esteem. And I'm saying when they do something especially uh, for the Lord, brag on them, praise them for how they are doing that which is right. Um, the last thing that I want to leave with you this morning is something they should see in your house is your, your time for them. What I've seen in the past 10, 15, 20 years is uh, it's a lot easier to hand them a, a tablet, computer, TV, whatever, and let that raise your children. Your children don't need that as much as they need you. I'm just telling you, moms, and again, I'm going to be as quick as I can to say this. I was blessed to be raised the way I was raised. But unless you were probably the same way. We, we, didn't, we didn't go to town three times a day. 
we went to town if we were fortunate enough about every two or three weeks. We, my mom didn't drive. We didn't just jump in the car. Let's go to McDonald's, get a hamburger. Uh, mom, where's my tablet? I can't find my tablet. Mom, I, I, I want to have my own computer. There were no computers back then. There were no tablets. Only tablets you have was something you write on. Amen? But here's what I had. I had my mom. It's all I needed. Your children don't need everything the world is throwing at them right now. I, and I'm not against cell phones. I'm not against things like that. I'm saying that's not should not be the most important part of their life. You, you should be there to train them, to love them, to give them you. And I praise God that I had my mom when I was a little boy. I mean, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for that. So moms, let me ask you, what have they seen in your house? What are they seeing in your house? More than anything, I hope they see Jesus. That, that's the greatest. Let them know you're saved. Try to train them up so you know they're saved. And um, my, I, I'm just saying, I thank the Lord. God, I thank you that you gave me the mom that you gave me. Moms are very special. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for the moms who are with us today. I pray for each home that's represented, that uh, these ingredients, these qualities that I talked about will be seen in the homes that are represented today. Above anything else, Lord, salvation. May every mom who is here today come to know Christ as their Savior if they're not saved. God, I pray for every person who is here that may not know Christ, that God, you will speak to them. And so God, raise up some godly moms. Lord, our children desperately need godly moms today. Lord, grant it to be so. In Christ's name I pray. I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet.